0: To becoming soul, it's Entertainment Talks podcast for uh, Better Call Soul on AMC and Netflix. I'm your host Matthew. Joining me today, my co-host is David. How are you today? I'm very well, thanks. Good, good. Uh, we're here today to talk about season five, episode seven, JMM, which Jim says, Jimmy says, sorry, is uh, justice matters most, but Lalo thinks it means just make money. Yes. Uh, so we'll talk about that in uh, a later scene. Uh, but what do you think of this episode?
1: Another good episode. I thought it uh, resolved fairly quickly. The the end of the the sort of bombshell ending to the last episode. I thought that was that was quite good. You got some resolution of Jimmy messing with Howard as well. We finally got to the bottom of that. Um, you got some good stuff in there with uh, you know Le- uh, Lilo and uh, Nacho and the sort of fallout of him getting arrested so you've got all that and the the sort of tidying up the stuff from the Acker case and uh you know rich and kim dealing with that so um yeah and and it's starting to pull things together of like you've got now got um jimmy and mike getting involved with the lalo stuff and you know that's all kind of starting to get connected as well now mm-hmm. so um not you know not that much individually going on but it's quite a good episode for connecting everything together i think
0: yeah yeah i'd agree with that i really like this episode as well um and uh yeah it's always good when you can you know connect the singular character kind of stories or arcs or whatever together and they're still doing that they're still building that together we still got three episodes left um but uh yeah i like the way that that's getting more connected especially with the the jimmy uh mike stuff or solar mike whatever you want to call him these days um with, with that sort of stuff and the whole legal kind of um battle there and jimmy being kind of challenged i really really enjoyed that because i remember i think i specifically said last week about like okay it's really fun to see him work his way through like the legal challenges and he was really challenged this week with the whole like okay you've got to get him out on bail he's like well i can't really yeah i can't do that yeah in time and i thought that was great and just like um lalo and uh mike's kind of bluntness towards that of like no you, you're gonna get him out on bail and jimmy's like yeah. oh i don't know about that and i was like oh jimmy's being kind of challenged legally because even like mm. outside of his legal work like jimmy usually gets challenged in different things anyway but mm-hmm. you know the legal stuff is his sort of bread and butter and that's you know the strength of him really as, as a character and uh, i really kind of enjoyed seeing that because um i mean i don't recall Too many times that happened in Breaking Bad, there was probably a few that I've maybe forgotten a little bit, but uh, for the most part it was usually Jimmy or Sol was able to work his way through things, obviously we see that that doesn't go entirely well because of Gene in the future. Mm. and where we know he's kind of at now but uh, i i really enjoyed seeing that this week uh more just really great scenes with gus i thought that was great as well just him being really really precise uh is is quite strangely entertaining isn't it like he's yes. doing, he's doing the most simple things you can think of like putting a coat yeah. on a hanger but just his attitude towards it and john carlo uh Espinito's acting was it. it's it's simple but it's quite strangely like it shouldn't be that entertaining to watch no, you just no. do that but it's, it is. it's like
1: when he when he puts the door key card down on the table and he puts it down and then just adjusts it very right. slightly yeah it's, it's tiny little things which and, and something like that shouldn't be like you say entertaining and it should i mean it comes across as quite terrifying you know he's just it's the <laughs> yeah meticulousness yeah. of everything he's he's just so beautifully played. Uh, he's he's fabulous at that. It's a yeah. really
0: really amazing performance. It's it's brilliant. Yeah, and uh, yeah, enjoyed the uh, the uh, Mesa Verde stuff basically with Kim and that, and with Rich. Thought that was good. So yeah, overall, I'm I'm looking forward to where we're currently heading this season. Of mm. course, there's going to be surprises that we don't know about um and again like we all say Nacho and Kim there's you know been involved this week again we don't know what happens to them so that's always interesting as well See, even even in a show like this where okay Sol, Gus um and uh and Mike we know what happens to them and, and a few other characters as well but those are those are sort of to me the main three that we know what happens to um but it's still for because a, pre- a prequel is difficult to do, isn't it? Because you know, sort of, okay, we don't yeah. know necessarily about certain characters, but we know definitely what happens to other characters. Um, and it, it it can always be, it can sometimes be a difficult be uh difficult to kind of do that. But I feel like Break uh Breaking Bad, Better Call Soul is is really kind of uh, getting that right every week because you know that Mike, Gus, and definitely Jim or Jimmy or Soul. Aren't gonna die or nothing. Nothing terrible is gonna happen to them at this moment, but it's other things that they're doing with those characters that's uh, still really cool. And like, like we just kind of said, even just watching Gus just do anything really is uh, mm. is quite entertaining. So uh, yeah, they're still managing to do that really well. Um, and yeah, you know, it's this season's flying by to me. I mean, we did start with two episodes, but um, we got three episodes left from next week, so uh, we're we're heading towards that finale, and uh, it should be exciting times so yeah, we shall see but uh, I think that's what we got for the pre-talk uh, let's jump into some housekeeping where we have a fair few things to talk about <laughs> this week so we'll see you for that in a minute today's sponsor is Koalu if you'd like to get started with a domain name and a website today just click on the link in the show notes and that will take you over to Koalu to get started they also have a live support chat system that you can use which is in the bottom right hand corner so get started with a new website and domain name Alright, so lots of stuff happening this week on Entertainment Talk. Uh, As of last night, uh, Zoe's uh, Extraordinary Playlist had Season 1 Episode 5 on E4. If you're in the UK, you can watch... I I would guess the five episodes would all be on there still at the moment because they do expire after a while don't they but uh, you can of course sign up to uh, all four for free uh, in the UK and catch up with that show if you want to in the US it's on NBC so check it out on there as well Uh, there are a few episodes ahead aren't there in the US but uh, it's still a good show and I'm still really enjoying that that's a podcast watch along so you can listen to me watch the episode and then talk about it after and talk about it during and all that sort of stuff so there's that Uh, random gaming talk yesterday we talked about uh, Ubisoft's uh, continued weird treatment with Sam Fisher who is of course the lead character of Split of Split Cell, no there's not a Split Cell game in development he's being added to the terrible Ghost Recon uh, Wildlands game uh, and we're all very confused by that because yes, that's very weird they're, they're just treating the character really weird for, for a long time, um, we also talked about uh, Super Mario uh, games, some of them being uh, remastered for the Switch uh, Super Mario Sunshine is one of them and uh, some other games as well, and we also talked about Bethesda seemingly just dropping out of E3 Uh, Not even doing a digital event or anything, so we talked about that. Uh, Yesterday, me and David did uh, this week's Westworld podcast for Season 3, Episode 3. We also did the Walking Dead UK podcast for Season 10, Episode 14. We'll be back next week for Episode 15, and then some point later for episode 16 for The Walking Dead uh, a new um, kind of uh, feature or format I kind of debuted this week was a skip and don't skip feature, this is for individual TV show, game and film reviews so it won't affect the main shows like Better Call Saul Gaming Talk, Westworld, Walking Dead those sorts of shows um, one of these selections is a don't skip for Moss which is a PSVR game and uh yeah it's also available on on different pc platforms as well Uh, don't skip for dare me season one that's available on netflix in the uk to watch or internationally in the uk Sorry, international uh, release on Netflix and it's also available on Hulu and possibly USA Network which is where it aired so there's that uh, my first selection for skip is Titan season 2 which I've also put a subheading for uh, no structure so you can go listen to that if you want to uh, don't skip the kingdom season 2 in Netflix original the Korean uh, zombie show based in the kingdom and that sort of thing so that was really good and don't skip I am uh, not okay with this season 1 um, so that's a Netflix original as well so you can check that out on Netflix regardless of where you live as well disney plus review of course disney plus is out at the moment in, in the uk and has been on in other countries for a while uh, i think it's still not released in certain other countries but i'm not sure which ones they are but for the uk uh it's out uh as of last week and you can go and sign up uh so reviewed the content that was on there talked about the, all the stuff that they got on there and talked about the app as well uh what else have we got uh yeah that's pretty much what we've been doing on entertainmenttalk.org and on podcast platforms so, uh, yes, Jimmy and Kim get married in the most basic way they possibly <laughs> could with very little of anything. Uh, they even al- almost forget to do the, you know, you're married, you may now sort of kiss. They have to be kind of reminded yeah, yeah. Uh, of that. Um, Jimmy uh, can now tell um, Kim about his cases without lying. She, uh, Kim kind of tells him like, hey, if we're going to kind of move forward with this, you have to kind of try to tell me more stuff um mm. but yes this is probably the most basic wedding you've ever seen i don't know how you could make it more basic to yes. be honest. so uh yes a bit kind of unceremonious and i, I do like how um cause i was kind of wondering you know uh women or girls when they're kind of younger have you know the, the wedding of their dreams kind of thing and i kind of thought during these scenes like is jimmy gonna like mentioned something about that and he says like oh uh, sorry that this is this isn't kind of what you dreamed when you were younger and that sort of thing mm-hmm. uh and she's just kind of go along with like okay it's fine you can kind of tell throughout this whole little cold open thing that like okay she's she's just here to they're just here to kind of get this done and this obviously isn't you know what they both dreamed about when they uh wanted to get yeah. married and that sort of thing but um yeah you've always got the kind of you know female kind of wedding thing that that goes on you know the the bride's dress and 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 whatever but you've got none of that here and uh, i'm glad that jimmy kind of did bring that up because uh it it just it doesn't matter too much but it matters in terms of okay just asking his you know partner about like okay this isn't what you wanted i'm sorry and i'm sorry that this had to sort of happen this way in the most like basic way kind of possible so it it was a very very interesting scene to watch with these two as we continue to see this relationship develop i suppose so yeah
1: i mean it was it was more of a transactional kind of right, wedding, yeah you know they, they are doing this for a specific purpose and it's to give them special privilege so when one of them gets in trouble i mean the interesting thing about this is we're assuming that it's going to be like jimmy is the one that that gets in trouble i, I do wonder whether they're going to end up flipping that and it's actually the it, the special privilege ends up protecting kim in some way mm. um you know, when whether we end up with her actually doing something very bad and it's Jimmy that's kind of hauled in and has to sort of defend her and sort of say, Well, I can't talk because we're married. I I, I so I, I, I wonder if because again, this comes back to the whole thing about we know what happens to Jimmy. We don't know what happens to Kim. So it's yeah, there there are a few possibilities of this. What one is is that uh, and Kim does something bad, and and Jimmy ends up having to defend it. The other possibility, of course, is now he's getting involved with the with the cartel, and we know that Gus likes to go after family members. This isn't now just his girlfriend; this is his wife. And if Gus finds out, that is that going to be a situation where Kim gets where where he leans on on um, Jimmy because he's threatening to do something to Kim, maybe. Mm. and maybe that happens so uh yeah i it, it's, it's an interesting one that there's sort of potential interesting directions and fallout from the fact that they're married yeah because uh, fundamentally right now it, it makes a legal change in their relationship but doesn't make much of a, a another difference apart from that but uh um yeah so i but i do wonder what effect that's going to have on the story moving forward yeah
0: yeah uh, yeah yeah because i mean like this is more of a just okay we're we're sort of just purchasing a marriage license yeah especially with the whole hey this is what did she say 25 dollars or something he's like hey i'll 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 get it just as if they're like buying a packet of crisps or something from the shop. Yeah, yeah yeah uh kind of thing so um yeah that was very interesting to see and yeah like you said Jimmy might have to make a choice at some point will it, will it be you know will he, will he dive further in with the cartel and possibly get him and Kim in trouble or will something else kind of happen so mm-hmm. we'll have to see but uh, yeah like with the whole Lalo stuff which we're going to talk about in a minute uh, he might have a choice to make and uh, mm. yeah we'll see uh, what kind of happens with that mate do you think that will maybe conclude by the season finale given how this Lalo case is kind of moving forward
1: uh i possibly Mm -hmm. i i don't know i mean i think we're expecting kim to be around for the next season as well aren't we so i think so maybe um yeah
0: you know i'm I'm kind of Uh, expecting to find out about kim and nacho next season but maybe the season finale will have something that sets up more of a answer possibly about that we don't know because that's in three episodes time but, uh,
1: yeah, because nice I mean, more. of course, we're we're what season? This is season five, and yeah. we next next season is the final season. So, I, given that she's been such a huge part of the story, and so as Nacho, you sort of expect they're probably going to be dealing with that in the final season, and not not
0: finishing it off this season. So we'll we'll see, but it may set something up. You're right. Uh, But Lalo is charged with murder, of course, from, um, you know, we saw him get arrested. uh, Yeah, it was last week's episode, wasn't it? Yes. Uh, Jimmy represents him at his arrangement, and Lalo is uh, remanded. Uh, He directs Jimmy to obtain his release on bail, so he will not go to trial, promising that if successful, Jimmy will become uh, wealthy um, as a friend of the cartel. Uh, Jimmy tests his new relationship with Kim by telling her about Lalo, uh, including his intent to not fight for Lalo's uh, release. So yes, more of the decision going forward as to what he's yeah. going to do. Um, I mean, it is quite a, something to tell your partner that you are involved in the cartel and you are being asked to be a friend of the cartel. Uh, that's not necessarily a good idea, but uh, no. it, might, it might be one that Jimmy has to do. We'll have to we'll have to see uh, how that how that goes going forward, but. Um, yeah, it, I, I am glad that he did at least take the opportunity in this episode when it's brought up about like, hey, if you're gonna if we're gonna make this work, you've got to start like telling me more stuff. And he does take yeah. the opportunity specifically in this episode with what's tied in with this episode, which is the lala Okay, so I'm glad that all kind of clicked together. Obviously, we don't know the full result of it all but uh i'm glad that that kind of happened in this episode as well so Mm. yeah very interesting stuff and like i said with um you know the whole court thing lalo's just attitude of like no you're gonna get me out on bail and jimmy's like yeah well well, i don't know about this man Uh, like yeah i'm not sure uh and it is it's interesting to see that kind of attitude from jimmy who is this i mean we saw like that yeah we saw the kind of overconfidence last week with the like no you're gonna you're gonna watch me put on this um dvd thing and this week to where he's like nope can't do this i'm i'm i'm, I'm struggling with this kind of thing yeah it i was mean really cool to see
1: i think it's one thing if you're in you know a corporate office and you're you're playing around and you know you're bending the rules to, to you know and you're and i i think it's it's skirting around the law there mm. i think once you're actually inside a law court and you're dealing with a murder case and you know the guy is guilty uh, uh you you're sort of in this situation where i uh, you know we've we've seen him do things um like you know the the previous thing in the court with you know, with a sort of lesser offense wasn't it i think it would come what it was it a driving offense or something or um yeah the, the when they got the got the guy off last time so we know that he will play tricks in court but i think it's much more difficult to do that when you're dealing with something which is such serious charges Mm. and you know i so i i kind of get where jimmy's coming from plus you don't want to you know you want to give a realistic realistic expectation i mean every time he does go in you know he's he does think of things like when he was talking to the those two idiots that um went and just went on a crime spree. 50% off thing, yeah.
0: Yeah, Yeah. with a
1: 50% off vouchers. Well, we went and saw saw those two idiots. I mean, you know, he was like, look, you know, I can can get certain things knocked down, but there is a bunch of stuff in here that there is really nothing we can do anything about. So, I mean, there is a certain reality to what he is capable of doing, I think. Um, And had Mike not turned up, I'm not sure what he would have been you know done and yeah but one of the interesting things about that scene between him and kim is you're starting to see a little bit of cracks in jimmy of like but we could have all this money you know she's like do you want to be a friend of the cartel he's like no no of course not but think of the money you know basically it, I mean, that that was the and, and then you see that later on in the morning where they're looking at like you know they're joking about like houses and and stuff about sort of you know places they could buy and things so you're sort of seeing that little crack there of he's not really doing it totally seriously, but there is something in there of like I could earn a Shitload of cash by doing this, you know. Yeah. Um. We we could be incredibly wealthy doing this, and she's like, "Yeah, but friend of the cartels." Like, yeah, yeah. No, I know, I know, I know. But, but think of how much we could, you know, the lifestyle we could have. Yeah. So there is a sort of little crack coming in there of like, you know, Jimmy. Ultimately, I think he he's a very conflicted character and as i said before you've seen these situations where he will sometimes try and take shortcuts to get somewhere and he's trying to sort of be better at that and he's trying not to lead kim astray and we've had this thing with kim this season of of her kind of trying to do the right thing but it's her that's actually you know turning and going astray not you know just by being in jimmy's orbit and without jimmy you know may jimmy maybe suggesting things but it's kim ultimately that has gone that direction whereas you're now starting to see with sort of the stunt that he pulled at the office last week and this week you are starting to see him kind of slip more into soul you know yeah um it, it's that 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 sort of the the shadiness of, of like hey well i could have loads of money or the the thing of not telling kim last week um and whilst he's doing it potentially for the right reasons in some cases things like this you're starting to see him do it for the wrong reasons you know in this case getting involved with the cartel because it could make him quite a lot of money and i mean although he's ultimately doing it because he doesn't want to get murdered by the cartel um that there is that thing in his head of well yeah but i could make quite a bit of cash out of this um so yeah, that that's just sort of interesting. It's very subtle but there is this this kind of slow degradation that you you're seeing of that character into you know, from Jimmy into Sol and you are sort of starting to see more of that now.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um no I agree, it's it's interesting to see them both kinda of changing and, and things like that. So, um but uh, yeah, he he'll have a decision make to make soon sooner or later. So we shall see. Uh Rich and Kim meet with Kevin and apologize for the outcome of the uh of Acre's case. Uh and Kevin indicates he will let them know uh whether he decides to retain them. Kim leads Rich back to Kevin's office and tells uh him con- uh he consistently ignored their advice. She tells Kevin that whether uh he retains them or obtains new lawyers, she hopes uh he will be more willing to listen. Kevin indicates his approval by telling Kim and rich uh he will see them at their regular thursday meeting yeah some awkward stuff kind of going on here especially yeah. the way of like hey yep yeah, we'll we'll see you thursday and the kind of bluntness from uh from kevin here as well uh I thought yeah. it was interesting so yeah this was i i will say this is one of the um lesser interesting things from the episode because you do have some like the cartel stuff and the mic stuff and uh, again the, the highlight for me with the episode is really seeing um jimmy get kind of challenged but yeah i thought it was kind of interesting again to see from uh th- these three and see them kind of negotiating what to do next and then kind of just just the bluntness of like yep yeah, we'll, we'll see you thursday you're still kind of here but like like we're, we're kind of falling apart or whatever but we'll we'll see you thursday i thought was was still kind of interesting mm. so
1: yeah you, you it think? was it was a uh, interesting scene mainly for for kim in mm. this because you know they 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 do the sort of thing that you kind of expect them to do of go in and apologize to the client. You know, the client is always right. It's the kind of motto in these sort of things. And, and you go in and you go, oh, well, I'm sorry it all went wrong. And you kind of go in all apologetic. And then when they leave and they're discussing it, she says, well, and know, yeah, Rich is like, well, I think it's kind of 50, 50 at this point. And Kim just goes, I, I, and I think Kim makes the right decision. Cause with somebody like Kevin, you're, He's one of those people that I think would respect you actually standing up and saying what you think. So going back into the room and then going, No, actually, this is your fault. You we advised you every step of the way and you ignored us. So, you know, hire us, don't hire us, but this is on you. So mm. I, I I thought that was that was kind of interesting for her to stand up herself like that and it's kind of a bit of a hell mary pass of going look you may we've got a 50 50 chance of him firing us at this point i think if we go in and just sort of open and honest with him and just say look you know this is as much your fault as it is ours um if not more so you either listen to us or you don't but what's the point of paying like high profile lawyers if you're not going to listen to what they advise you to do so uh yeah and and, and as he indicates at the end of the meeting, that seems to have done the trick. So I, yes, I, I, I like this scene just because it shows this sort of, you know, Kim fighting for it, which I thought was quite nice. But yeah, it's, it's not as interesting as some of the other bits of the episode, but.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I agree. I agree with you as well is because it does, you know, involve Kim and her kind of attitude. Going forward mm. and stuff, but because uh, that's obviously something that we're keeping an eye on because of uh, we don't know what happens to her and stuff. But um, yeah, like some of the just the rich and uh, what's name rich and uh, Kevin kind of stuff from those characters is not something I am as kind of concerned with. But I guess she's she's using those characters to bounce off of in those scenes. So mm-hmm. um, uh, yeah, it, it was okay. I, I've I've found the just the previous stuff with the Mr. Acker case to be a bit more interesting. But uh yeah, yeah it's it's still cool to see uh Kim do some stuff. So uh Mike spends time with Kaylee and tells Stacy he is past the problem that caused his recent anger. Uh let's stop there for a minute. Um yeah again i do have to kind of say that like i mean it's good to see him it's good to see mike kind of repairing this relationship because he did go off with kaylee and go off at uh stacy as well and that mm-hmm. was uh not like damaged and done because obviously he's come back and uh and repaired the relationship somewhat and uh yeah good to see him kind of reading the the bedtime story and all that sort of thing and uh yeah she she uh Kaylee's kind of nodding off and she, he's like oh you know you should go to bed and that and then she kind of says no like two more pages or whatever Um, mm. it was, was was kind of cool Um, it's good to see Mike in, in this sort of role as well I think uh, I mean he's good at most of the things he does but like it's interesting to just see the different contrast with him between okay this innocent little girl with Kaylee and then like Gus Fring. You know, yeah. and you're dealing with two completely different people, and uh, to see him kind of do that because Mike isn't someone; he'll, he'll express himself if things get too much. We saw that, like with how he told Gus to keep was it the retainer or something? Mm. The uh, when he yeah. said, "Oh, you, you can like keep keep getting paid or whatever" from uh, from yeah. uh, earlier in the season when he had the argument. So you, you've got those kind of scenes, but then Mike is you know sometimes a, a gentler character as well, and I thought that was uh, kind of interesting. So I mean, interesting little character stuff with Mike and uh i thought it was thought it was okay thought it was all right
1: yeah no i
0: mean it's it's
1: always interesting to see mike in in this kind of role but uh yeah the, the, i mean uh, you know it, it's nice that that relationship is mm. seemingly sorted and you know the, he seems to be more comfortable with where he's at but, um, and hopefully it stays like that, but we'll, we'll have to wait and see. And again, you, it sort of serves to remind you that Mike does have a family and, yeah. you know, we know Gus goes after families and this has been the argument of Nacho about he, him and his dad. Um, are we going to see Gus go after, um, the, you know, the, the, what, the daughter and the granddaughter at right. some point, at right. you know, cause again those are characters that we don't know what happens to them but so um it's possible that we may see them go after that at some point but possibly we'll, we'll have yeah. to uh, we, you know, because there's there's clearly a reason yeah. that they're keeping them around um and we know we don't see them later on in breaking bad so mm-hmm. you know do they end up moving away or you know does he ch- does does mike chase them away or do they get killed in some way although you would think that if they'd got killed by Gus, Mike would have gone back after Gus yeah. so I'd rather suspect that it's more likely that Mike does something to break that relationship or it may be that they're still around and perfectly okay and they just didn't show up in Breaking Bad so,
0: yeah. you know yeah. which we'll see Uh, Nacho tells Mike Lalo wants Nacho to burn down uh, Gus's main uh, Los Polos uh, Hermanos, I think I actually said that right for a change, (laughs) (laughs) restaurant. Uh, Gus and other subsidiary owners uh, provide reports to Peter, uh, Madrigal's uh, CEO in Houston. Gus later meets with uh, Peter and Lydia. Um, Is this her first appearance in...
1: Uh, but um, asshole,
0: I don't remember seeing her before. I think in, so. in In this in the season, because I was like, oh, Lydia's kind of popped up. But uh, yeah. yeah, Gus later meets with Peter and Lydia to update them on the status of uh, the meth lab and warns them that Lalo remains a threat uh, even while incarcerated. Uh, Peter panics and Gus calms him by reminding him of their shared experience in Santiago. On his return, Gus and Nacho, uh, yeah, they burn the restaurant down. But I'll we'll put a, put a little pin in that. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is you know the full kind of Gus stuff we were talking about with him because he puts that uh, like what you were talking about that card thing that he's got You he kind of put yeah. that down and then you see him move it like a like a couple of millimeters or something, and uh, it shouldn't be, it shouldn't be that entertaining to watch a guy like put down a card and take his shoes off and take his his jacket off or whatever or his blazer or whatever it is and put it on a hanger and be really precise with it and, but it it is and I I can't quite even explain I mean it's the preciseness and it's the acting but there's not a i can't really think of a specific reason as to okay this is entertaining for this no no, kind no of reason, it's just the but, performance i think yeah yeah but uh it's uh i could i could watch that for for quite a while i think yeah maybe but um yeah i think you echoed the same thoughts as me that it's like surprisingly uh entertaining with that as well but uh yeah um because yeah uh, as far as far as my memory goes this is i think the first time we've seen lydia in uh better call soul i could be potentially wrong about that but um yeah interesting to see her step into things as well because she is involved obviously in things in breaking bad she does make it to breaking bad yeah. but not well with... i
1: actually um peter the ceo is involved he's in breaking bad as well um right th- th- i'd forgotten that but uh yes he he you do actually see his death in breaking bad um because he's uh, that's it's I've just looked it up. It's uh, the episode is called Magical. Actually, it's the second episode of the fifth season, and uh, he you do actually see him in that episode, um, and because uh, he's been they've they've worked out that Gus is connected to the Magical Electromotive. You know he's the CEO and he's the CEO of that company, um, and the police are coming after him. So you you do see that character as well but obviously Lydia had a bigger role in uh Breaking Bad so um I mean that that scene in the office where they're all kind of giving numbers again you see this other side of Gus which was really nice uh, of this sort of you know the chicken shop owner Mm -hmm. that's you know that, that runs these you know the the CEO of this kind of chicken shop franchise and him him doing his kind of chicken shop persona of of uh, yes yeah, so and look we've got these new version of curly fries and all that sort of stuff. Just um great to see that side of him and this this weirdly kind of I mean, I, I've been in those sort of corporate meetings and uh, that just makes my skin crawl. But yes yeah, <laughs> you, you, where you know people are people are kind of pitching stuff and saying how great things are and that sort of thing and it's ugh uh so <laughs>
0: yeah
1: it, it's sort of interesting to see that and then you cut back to the hotel stuff later on where there's this all this shady stuff going on underneath <laughs> between sort of peter lydia and gus yeah, because um, it's basically all despite the fact that it's the weird thing of they they clearly have quite a proper profitable like you know he has a profitable business in the with the electronics company and they have clearly a profitable business in the um food industry as well as a subsidiary of it. But they're also running meth <laughs> underneath that. Um weirdly. Which I every mean, so it's it's I mean, yes, that's how these things work. You know, they they hide these sort of drug business under legitimate things, but uh, yeah, I do find it really strange. Mm-hmm. And, um yeah, the same with Peter panicking and Gus calming him and, and you know all that sort of stuff I thought worked really well.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's good stuff. Uh, I'm interested to see what uh Lydia's going to uh, continue to bring to the show as well so because yeah. obviously we know yeah, like like, like I was kind of saying we know uh, she makes she's going to make it out of this but obviously doesn't make it fully out of Breaking Bad so yeah, yeah. it was
1: also nice to see the, the bit about them when they're actually kind of smashing up the restaurant mm. and you, you've got Nacho going around basically with kind of a baseball bat and just like trashing everything Whereas you've got Gus, who's kind of also again meticulously kind of moving stuff around <laughs> and and yeah. setting things up so they exploded just the right way, you know, all that sort of stuff. Mm. It's uh, yeah, that was that was kind of funny and just to watch the the two sides of it with Nacho just trashing the place and like Gus sort of you know carefully setting explosives and things.
0: Yeah, yeah, that was good um yeah on his return Gus and Nacho protect Nacho's role uh, as the mole inside the Salamanca organization by vandalizing uh, Gus's flagship restaurant then setting a delayed explosion that burns it uh yeah. yeah just complete like you know seriousness and like you said the comparing between the two of them uh Nacho just kind of smashing things up and and breaking everything um and then Gus just kind of lining up the uh, thing 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 for the uh, the chips and that and then <laughs> lining up the uh chicken or the turkey thing or whatever it was um, that, that was pretty good. Uh, especially the way he like lines it up so that it sort of gets so greasy that it just slides down and just blows. The yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that was great as well. So, and then it, even, I mean, even the way he gets in his car afterwards uh, yeah. is uh, really precise. So yeah, that was pretty cool. And uh, it's always cool to see either it, whether it's a hero or a villain or a vigilante or whatever, uh, someone walking away from an explosion is always kind of cool. <laughs> that was good. Uh, so you got that um yeah gus uh wants lalo released so mike provides jimmy details about the investigation work he did under an assumed name jimmy uses the information at the bail hearing to uh accuse police officer of witness tampering the judge uh grants a bail of seven uh million dollars in u.s cash which lalo tells a shocked jimmy he can pay so it's like yeah that's fine uh because he's like geez, i don't know how we're gonna sort of yeah. get this money and he's like seven million huh I can do that and then Jimmy's like oh okay um I I just love the way throughout this this particular little thing in the episode with with Mike Lalo and Jimmy like just Jimmy's surprise at the different situations like okay getting him out on bail is going to be really tough and both Mike and Lalo's attitudes towards that and then added on top with okay this evidence stuff and Mike comes up and gives him that and he's sort of like well, you know, you, you've told me to get this guy out on bail and I, I just can't kind of do it. And then uh, Mike's just like, here, here's all this evidence. He's like, oh, you've just kind of got all this stuff. But then obviously the big surprise for him with the $7 million thing um, was uh, was really good as well. So it's, it was good to see Jimmy actually challenged a bit more in this episode. As fun as it yeah. is to watch him kind of just own the room and stuff, which it is really great, like with uh, last week's um, DVD thing. Mm. Uh, it's good to see him get challenged as well. So um, that was cool what do you think of uh yeah that?
1: it's uh it's it's a good scene I, I it's funny that i mean jimmy's kind of seems quite shocked that Lilo could fork out seven million you or know, we'll have it on hand i mean it shouldn't be that much of a shock the guy's a drug lord it's uh, you know yeah, i mean yeah. seven probably not that much to him to be honest yeah so he's like yeah i can swing that so you know, I, I think that makes perfect sense. I, I heard it's very clever of Mike, you know, the person that kind of basically set him up in the first place. They now want him back out, so Mike just hands over all the stuff that he actually did, and that's essentially witness tampering, so.
0: Yeah, yeah, so that was really good. Um, so, yeah, they got to get the uh, the 7 million. They, they said in, in, is there a specific, I'm not, you know, familiar with all the law stuff, is there a specific reason she needs that in, cash or they need to hand that in in cash
1: um well you probably don't want it in in a check form or um you know in because you you don't want it in, in some form that could bounce you're going to want it in something that is solid
0: yeah you know physical, i mean
1: because sometimes people do bail by you know items to the value of type thing but then given that he's kind of a shady past if it was like a seven million dollar painting or something it could be a forgery or you know right, right. so so yeah you just say basically you want seven million in cash to make perfectly sure that the money is there and genuine and they have it i think that's probably the reason why hmm.
0: okay uh, but we'll see where that goes but i really enjoyed those scenes as well and in the explosive scene in the episode howard approaches jimmy about working at hhm uh, and jimmy still says he's considering it this is what like the fourth time He's been asked by Howard. Uh, Howard realises Jimmy has been toying with him, including damaging his car with the the, um, bowling balls uh, and disrupting his recent launch with the escorts and that. He says prostitutes, but I'll just say escorts, whatever. Yes. Uh, And uh, rescinds the offer. Jimmy angrily blames Howard for Chuck's death and says he has grown too big for the uh, constraints of the HHM job and saying he's a god and he's got lightning that can come out of his hands and just completely... (laughs) Exploding, I thought was uh was great to watch. And this is uh yeah, I mean we saw earlier not quite in the same the same way we saw earlier Kim exploding in the season a bit more with um, uh beer bottle stuff and now we're seeing I think in a bit of a bigger explosive scene maybe, uh, seeing Jimmy explode here with the whole um Howard stuff. And you see you you get this like camera shot with uh Howard kinda walking off with a really just like he's just done with him isn't he yeah and I thought that was great so uh I mean we've kept I've mainly me I think has kept saying like okay I think this is the last we maybe see of Howard I I don't know if that's still gonna happen like if I keep predicting that every week he's gonna keep coming back into the episode but uh yeah you, you kind of wonder what that does mean for Howard now that now that this you know he's not going to be asking him again is he because obviously we've just had this uh explosive scene and that's all like done and everything um so, uh, yeah, I'm not sure it, it now that we've basically concluded that, cause he's not going to be asking him about the job. I wonder what's kind of next for Howard.
1: So. Yeah. I mean, we got a sort of resolution about why Jimmy is messing with Howard, you know, he, you know and it, which makes sense. You know, he blames Howard over Chuck's death, even though, I mean, it's debatable whether that's entirely fair, but yes, I mean, you know, I, I see where he's coming from with that. Um, so, you know, you've you've got that. You could have Howard come back in maybe as as the opposing counsel on a case, possibly. Maybe, that yeah. may be the other way that we eventually see him, you know. And now we know there's a solid animosity between the pair of them. Because um, I, I think ultimately that would be the, the big win for Jimmy if he has to go up against Howard or the firm on a big case and ends up beating them. That would be the thing that proves the point, wouldn't it? Um, you yeah. know, about the fact that he's, is, he's is bigger and better and, you know, so I think maybe we're heading towards something around that. That could be where we're going with it. You know, now there is this most definite fracture between the two and Jimmy has a point to prove against um, the company. So, yeah, don't know exactly what they I haven't quite figured out why they're still playing around with this mm. um other than to keep Howard around, but I don't exactly see the reason for that unless it's heading somewhere. Um so I do wonder whether they're heading for a, you know, some sort of court case
0: mm-hmm. and,
1: and, and Jimmy you, actually winning.
0: Yeah, and you could easily like involve Kim in that and then have that develop different stuff as well so yeah. uh, we shall see because obviously they're you know kim and uh kim and jimmy are obviously you know working together and all that sort of thing and uh well they are together in every way shape and form um so uh that could that, that could be quite interesting i didn't quite maybe uh think about that in the same way but that could uh if you have like a you know a mr Aker or mr Acker style case where um yeah they kind of battle off each other in that sort of way have uh, yeah. a legal battle is what I meant obviously but uh that that could be potentially interesting i think it, it i it would depend i don't know i I mean I have faith in you know these people that work on this show, so uh i uh, think that could be potentially quite good, but uh, what do you think of the outburst specifically like I have like lightning coming I, out of my that was, yeah
1: yeah i mean i you you'd see Jimmy kind of losing it at that point, and uh yeah a <laughs> little weird um but i that, that's what made me sort of think about you know maybe they are heading towards some sort of um quarter in battle over mm-hmm. i don't know what but over something i i rather suspect you're going to head them see them go head to head in court because if you can put them in a head to head in court position and jimmy wins that would I mean, that again could be something that pushes Jimmy into a very dodgy area because it could be the fact that he ends up doing something really shady to actually win the case um, just because he desperately wants to make sure that he beats HHM. Yeah. Uh, so I, I don't know exactly where that's going, but the, uh, the, the yes, the outburst was, I mean, it was funny. Um, yeah, but, it was good, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um yeah i mean that's that's soul's confidence coming through there isn't it yeah yeah with yeah. Uh, with, with all that sort of thing so yeah it's interesting uh and that is how the episode ends with yeah jimmy's outburst i do like afterwards how like okay howard like completely left the building yeah basically and then like he calms down he like you see him adjust his, his tie and all that and go base, and go back to the, the the simple lawyer kind of um yeah personality it's interesting when you look at kind of because you've got some precision stuff going on in this episode, because you've got that with Jimmy, like, okay, let me just sort my tie out a little bit after that outburst, and then you've got kind of the, I'm not trying to compare the characters, but just compare the sort of, that type of thing, and then you've got, like, the Gus stuff where he's being really kind of precise, so, characters trying to sort of, I guess, calm themselves down, <laughs> in a way, yeah. uh, so I thought that was interesting, but, uh, yes, that's the end of the episode, we'll see what they do next with Howard, but, uh, of course, Jimmy's still got his decision to make, so we shall see uh, we do have some feedback of course if you want to send in your thoughts, feelings, questions, comments what do you think is going to happen to Howard and, uh, or next and what do you think is going to happen to Nacho and Kim and everything related to uh, Better Call Saul and of course anything related to entertainment talk uh, Matthew at Entertainment org, Twitter etalk UK. there's the contact page and information in your show notes Kate so it's very interesting in this episode to see Saul go off at the end uh, instead of Kim uh, given who Saul is it was great to see that, plus he's still human. Um yeah, I mean every character in the show uh is, is human. They still have the human personality and even with I suppose the overconfidence that Jimmy can show, or the underconfidence I suppose. Uh nervousness, I guess is a better word for that. Um, with mm. you know, the whole Lalo stuff does still show okay, even though he's sliding into being soul and in some way, shape and form he already is is that, um, he's still human at the end of the day and he's still gonna switch between though between those two so i thought that was uh interesting to see yeah but uh, i mean but, but yeah i mean yeah. like you know character development for the main character uh is uh important as well so
1: yeah i mean yeah, so soul's always been at this point soul's very much a front whereas i think yeah. when we meet, meet him in Be- in breaking bad he is soul you know that he's morphed more into that character um and the the you know jimmy i think is he's not really there whereas at the the moment we are seeing this you know the becoming soul we're seeing this kind of battle between the two so jimmy uh, so so soul is is sort of more of a mask whereas um you know when we meet him later on it's not it is him so it's um yeah that that that's you're getting these kind of these glimpses of of that character coming through and starting to take over as Mm. being kind of the lead thing i think
0: yeah he's still uh as the podcast title says becoming soul so yes uh, part of him is is there but it's 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 continuing to uh take over so, yeah. uh, Jack says seeing Lalo and Mike being so casual about uh, Lalo getting bail was very interesting, considering how few times Jimmy is uh, legally challenged. Do you want to see more of this? Uh, I would like to see more of that a lot. Uh, as good as I mean, I'm I don't mind seeing either of those sides. Jimmy either being the over- overconfident self, like with the DVD, or with um. Him being kind of challenged with not knowing how to do a specific something or whatever. Um, I don't mind seeing both of them. I don't mind which percentage we get more of. Um, But Mm. like like you kind of said, that's a bit more of the the Jimmy or the soul stuff. The soul uh, side of the personality is the more of the confidence that we see uh, a lot more in Breaking Bad. Um, And the Jimmy stuff is like, hey, I'm not sure kind of what to do. And it's not not just with legal stuff necessarily. You kind of still get that with when he's talking to um, Kim. In, uh, mm. in certain situations as well because he's not entirely soul when he's uh talking to kim either no. he's, not, he's not needing that personality as much to sort of get himself out of his tricky situations
1: yeah um, i mean there so. there is an argument to say that maybe he has to be away from kim before he can fully become soul
0: Possibly, um, yeah. yeah
1: because i think she is she knows him as jimmy and she sort of grounds him as jimmy and it may be a case of he can't you can't get that full transformation until she's out of the picture in one way or another. Um so yeah, maybe that's where we're heading towards. Mm. And again, we don't know how Kim disappears, we don't know whether she's locked up, we don't know whether she leaves, we don't know whether she dies, so or gets killed by Gus or, you know, falls in front of a car. I mean, we <laughs> don't know. So um
0: yeah, She's already had one car crash so yes uh, we don't want to see her die or whatever but uh we'll have to just keep waiting to see but uh, my guess is we won't probably get the answer about uh kim and nacho until the final season because that's no, en- that's, that's so. better console end game stuff isn't it yeah so. yeah Definitely. Uh, and lastly Harrison says is it, is it just me or is it just so satisfying To watch Gus do stuff He is so precise and it's uh, fun to watch those scenes It adds nothing to anything But does tell us uh, what Gus is like How do you feel about those scenes uh, Like we've kind of said already They're surprisingly entertaining to watch uh, It doesn't add anything to the I, I completely agree here It doesn't add anything to like the plot or the story But it does develop Gus further Because at this I think you could maybe make an argument that at this point he... I mean, he's still fully Gus and all that. He's still the cartel version and he's still the, you know, the the, uh, restaurant owner version. Mm. And he's still switching between those two. But he's not as developed now as what he was in Breaking Bad because he hasn't got to that point yet. He's still kind of the same character, but, like, that time hasn't come yet. And he's not, you know, met Walter White and none of that sort of stuff has happened yet. But, uh... Yeah, they're they're really great scenes to watch and uh, it does not add, like I said, anything to the plot or the story, but it just is... It's more about character moments and about personality, which uh, is important for a character like Gus as well. So, they're really good. Uh, But we did kind of talk about that a little bit already. But, um, yeah, again, Giancarlo Espinito doing a really great job. Uh, It does kind of suck in a way, because if you did do a... Okay, how how did he become Gus? You couldn't really use Giancarlo Espinito... No. Um, he, he's, I think he's just, no disrespect to the guy, but he's not as young as he used to be. Uh, no, spe- no. Especially for that version of that character the, that we would see. it's always the problem so. with
1: the prequels. Yeah, he, it will be very difficult to use him um, in, a, in a prequel at this point, I think, um, mm. because you'd need to go much younger. Um, but he is the other, I mean, out of all the characters that we've had, he is the other one that I think had potential for another spin off um yeah but i you know i i think like you say the problem is that you can't use him i think it would be very difficult to use him mm. um because we know how he dies we know we, we're seeing him building his empire right now um the only thing you could do is is how he got to that point and if you're doing that you need a younger actor in that role probably
0: yeah so yeah and i don't know who that would be or if that would work as well or yeah because it is so much
1: i mean you know he's he's so brilliant at that performance and you know i'm sure there are other great actors out there but i think
0: you kind of
1: want to see giancarlo in that role
0: um Mm -hmm. so So, there's just certain roles in entertainment or whatever where like okay you can't really do younger versions of certain characters because they're just done so well by that current version what one one kind of exception exception i would say i know it's kind of completely different but something like sheldon when you've got young sheldon like that the actor who plays the younger version of him does a yeah. really great job but you, you can do it now and again but it's it's very very difficult to do uh because you had jim yeah. parsons playing for 12 seasons
1: and yeah whatever. and i mean you also have the advantage of uh, on something like like you say it's a very different show but on something like that you know um old sheldon is still alive and he's actually you know narrating it and yeah I, I think that's trickier to do when you know that Gus is already dead by the time that you know and, and unless I mean you could have him narrate it but and and you could get a younger actor into that role and that may be a way of doing it but I, I just feel that it would be yeah I, I'm not convinced it would work as well because that's been the thing about this as a prequel is it's it's all the same cast so
0: yeah yeah, uh, and and like we kind of said I think uh, a few episodes ago like I think once Better Call Saul is finished I don't know if you like okay let's tell a story with this person and that person and, and whatever uh, I think it I mean I don't know I'm not Vince Gilligan or Peter Gould so I don't know what their plans are but uh, I think that will probably be the end of the Breaking Bad universe I, yeah, yeah I, I think so I mean you know
1: if they can come up with something brilliant that fills another gap but you've got you've covered so much ground in terms of, you know, this as a prequel to Breaking Bad, the whole of Breaking Bad, and then Al Camino afterwards. You covered quite a lot.
0: Yeah. Of, and, and then Gene and, and all that. So
1: Yeah, and, and plus you've got those you know, the the uh flash forward bits as well. Um so I yeah, I I'm not entirely sure unless you're gonna go back until I, know that, yeah, I, I, I don't know, Not I can't see another area where you could work a story in there that would still work as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I'd rather that they didn't kind of tread over ground and start ruining things. <laughs> and I'm sure they wouldn't want to do that either. So it's got to be something they're absolutely solid on. And as I say, I think the advantage of the, that this has had is
0: because it's set just before you can use all the same actors. It reminds me, someone did. Uh, this was just like an April Fool's joke in a, in a Breaking Bad group. This wasn't like, okay, this is announced. Someone came up with like minerals by AMC, uh, which is uh, Marie <laughs> Marie and Hank. <laughs> so uh, yeah, because uh, it was it, it was him that collected the mineral, m- minerals, wasn't it? Yes, in, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yes, i I don't yeah, think that would that yeah. wouldn't work. Plus we've got <laughs> plus hilarious. we've got Hank at the moment in in this season, although we haven't seen him for a couple of episodes. But I think that's gonna fill in. Some of that pre um Yeah. Heisenberg stuff. You
1: can't yeah. You, you, which is is fine because I think if you had a spin-off show with just those two guys, it basically just becomes a buddy cop show. And as funny as that and entertaining as that will be, and as brilliant as you know, the Dean Norris is and uh, I can't remember the name of the guy that plays the other guy, but as you know, it's great as those those characters are and they're funny to watch on screen. It would basically be a buddy cop show, and I'm not entirely sure there's enough there to make that worthwhile. Yeah. You know, because it's it's the the whole thing about um you know both Breaking Bad and both this is it's been that it's taking somebody who is uh, you know certainly in the case of Walter White was a good character was a good person and watch him get corrupted. And it's kind of the same with Better Call Saul. I mean, you know, Jimmy arguably wasn't the best person to start off with, but it is seeing this transformation from the, this, somebody who is trying to do good into a much more corrupted version of himself. Uh, not to the same level of Walt White, but, yeah, um,
0: still, yeah.
1: You, you know, there is, it. it is taking this one thing and corrupting it into something else. And you don't really have that, you know, with, um hank hank was solid and true pretty much all the way through you know he was always going after the bad guy so it would be a very different
0: thing yeah um it's not really a transformation with that yeah plus we've got we've got him in this season at the moment so yeah uh, we can see some more of that but that is everything for this episode for uh, Better Call Saul, uh, Thank you all very much for listening. You can of course find everything that we've got on entertainmenttalk.org uh, If you want to find out if, when and where your favourite TV shows come back and for film news as well, uh, David's got you covered on geektown.co.uk If you want said information or news uh, on a, w- a weekly podcast format, uh, Geektown Radio is on Tuesdays. Just search for Geektown on uh, podcast platforms or go to geektown.co.uk. You can listen to the podcast on either of those places. Uh so uh, go and have a listen to that as well um yeah, for, for entertainment talk of course you can support us uh, through different methods Patreon is one of those, we are on Patreon please check out the $1 and $3 level tiers, different review options and add free podcast options, Amazon Affiliate Link if you're shopping for different things on Amazon or whatever, uh, buying some, you know there's the upcoming Final, Fa- uh, Final Fantasy yeah, Final Fantasy 7 and there's a uh, Resident Evil 3 uh, remake out tomorrow so if you're buying any of those or whatever, uh, you can use our Amazon Affiliate Link, uh, that's where we can get a small cut of what you spend and it won't cost you extra, iTunes feeds, please rate a subscribe to those Uh, of course search search on your Uh, podcast platform of choice for geek town and for entertainment talk and get yourself subscribed to both because then you'll get sent updates and uh, keep up to date with all that sort of thing and please remember to rate review and subscribe to those feeds as well word of mouth if you see someone talking about something that we've covered or just to tell people that you know about the website and your iTunes feeds that will really help us out as well and social media of course sharing them on Facebook and Twitter and if you can putting them in different Facebook groups that helps us out as well and lastly streaming and things like that if you want to watch either Bex me or or David on Twitch you can do that uh, and you can also watch uh, Robert on Mixer and of course look out for Let's Play Sundays as well thank you all very much for listening and um, we'll see you for the one before the penultimate episode which will be episode 8 next week uh, and we'll see what happens thanks for listening we'll see you next time goodbye Bye.